0: hey everyone welcome back to love god and your neighbor this is laura hutchinson pastor at first christian church in anniston alabama i'm super glad you're back and uh, i'm glad to be back last week we took a break i um i was sick i thought i might have covid um Maybe I did, I don't know, uh, but I had to, had to be tested by the time my test results came back or by the time I got text tested, it was negative, but I wasn't feeling well. And so writing, uh, doing the podcast just became impossible. So here we are this week, we're back, and um, I'm glad you're here. I'd like to ask you to please uh, consider making a donation to First Christian Church to help keep these podcasts going to... Um, help keep the ministry at First Christian Church going, consider it an offering or a tithe. If you do want to give to us, if you want to help this ministry continue to grow you can send it to our go to our website www.fccanniston.org scroll all the way down to the very bottom of the page and click the donate now button um, you have two choices to, to to donate with a credit card or with a with PayPal. So choose PayPal because the credit card option isn't working, we just can't seem to get that straight. So uh, the other way is to send us a check at First Christian Church, 1327 Layton Avenue, Anniston, Alabama, 36207. We appreciate anything that you can give us and um, it all goes straight into the ministry at First Christian Church, so thank you. Now, we will be having communion today, so I invite you to go get your elements, to get your juice or or your wine, your crackers or your bread, whatever you have on hand, so that we can celebrate the Lord's Supper together when the time comes. I invite you to pause this recording while you go get what you need. Now, we are gathered here in the presence of God and our loved ones and we are answering the call to worship God with all our hearts. We invite the Holy Spirit to dwell among us and within us, and we pray, O God, that our worship is pleasing in your sight. So let us now worship loudly and joyfully with this first praise song, a medley of I sing praises and how firm a foundation. The words are found printed in your Friday reminders. Let us sing.
1: to your name. I go
0: Please pray with me gracious God we come to you today because we believe that you are there we trust that you hear us we feel that you love us and we know that you will answer us in the most perfect ways help us to be servants of your will to walk this earth and to live this life the way that you want us to do so help us to be loving towards our neighbors all our neighbors Help us to love our enemies, whoever they are. Help us to be there for those in need. Help us to be sacrificial of our time and resources in your name. And please forgive us when we fall short of your glory. Forgive us when we fail to do your will and cause harm to you and the people in our lives, including ourselves. We repent of our sins, dear Lord, and ask for your forgiveness so that we can be a part of the movement to usher in your kingdom once and for all. We know that this world ultimately belongs to you, and so we give it over to you. We ask you to heal the earth of sin, heal the people of sickness and hunger and want, heal the damaged planet, heal the hearts of the spiritually and emotionally wounded, and heal our relationships with one another and with you. We ask that you draw us into your solid embrace and protect us from all that is to come. No matter what it is, no matter what life might throw our way, help us to be secure in your love now and always. You are our rock and our salvation. Hear us now as we say the prayer your son taught us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, Today's scripture comes from Philippians 3, 4b through 14. If anyone else has reason to be confident in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day, a member of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do. Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, my strength and my redeemer. You know, it's funny. When I first started writing this sermon, I was reflecting on all of the things that people have lost, you know, in general to the pandemic and other catastrophes. And then I woke up last Saturday morning and realized that I couldn't ignore my symptoms anymore. And I had to go get a COVID test. And that one decision created a ripple of cancellations and losses in my life. We at FCC had to cancel our second drive-in church service. My parents and sister had to cancel a three-day vacation to the mountains last week. I had to cancel a trip to visit friends. I had to stay in my bedroom for four and a half days until I got my results back on Wednesday. And even though I'm negative, the doctor told me to quarantine for another week, just in case. And once again, I found myself cursing this doggone year. 2020 seems to have stolen so much from us that it's sometimes difficult not to wallow in our resentment over it, isn't it? I admit to wallowing last week when I was writing this. I wanted to have a pity party and say cuss words and maybe yell at something, you know? Yeah, I imagine you do know. Well, when we read from Philippians, we see that Paul had also experienced extreme losses in his life. He said, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I regard them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but one that comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God based on faith. The thing is, it's easy for us to look at the landscape of this year, to look at how small our lives have become in this new world and think that the losses are unbearable. It may even be possible for some folks to look at their losses and think they have nothing left to live for. But we must remember that we have Christ and Christ is all we need now and forever. According to Paul's culture and family religion, he had it all. He was a citizen of Rome, thus deserving of all the rights and privileges such a thing promised. He was a well-educated Jewish man, probably born into means and extremely well-respected in the Jewish community. And when he came to Christ, or rather, it's probably more accurate to say in his case, when Christ came to him, right? He gave himself to Jesus and immediately lost everything that he thought was valuable in the world. Paul had as much reason to wallow in self-pity as we do. Actually, I would say he had much more reason. He lost the respect of his family and his community. He lost his job and his way of life. He became an itinerant preacher, wandering from country to country, spreading the good news and starting churches. He also lost his freedom because he was imprisoned several times for simply being a follower of Christ. And eventually he lost his life. But he saw that in losing all that he had, he had gained Christ, and he had gained the opportunity for resurrection into heaven for eternity. Paul said, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death. If somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. In the face of what Jesus promises us, Any loss that we experience in this life is a gain in our eternal life because it offers us a chance to grow stronger in faith. I love my friends and my family, and any time I lose a chance to spend time with them is horrible to me. But I must remind myself that there is nothing that could cause me to lose Jesus. And in reality, any loss in my life creates more space and more time for Christ. The more on earth that Paul lost, the more he craved and hungered for Jesus. The harder life got for him, the more valuable the promise of heaven seemed. The more that was taken away, the richer he got in faith, in joy, and in love for his God in heaven and in his heart. The same could be true for us if we are seeking Christ within the vacuum the pandemic is creating in our lives. Not that I have already obtained this, he said, or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on. As much as the events of this year might cause us to throw our hands in the air and say, I give up. We just can't do that. We can't give up. We have to press on. We can't look back. We must press forward. We can't wallow and become stagnant we must press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Through the words of Paul's letter to the Philippians, God is encouraging me, and I hope you as well, to let go of everything that's pulling us back to what we've lost. Not only is it unhealthy to dwell on the difficulty of 2020, but it's also unproductive, unhelpful, and even ungrateful. Because in the midst of the taking, the taking of time, the taking of money, the taking of perceived freedoms, the taking of loved ones and so on, God has continued to give us everything. Because of Christ, we are never alone, even when our friends and family are not around. Because of Christ, we are never without hope, even when it seems all worldly things are lost. Because of Christ, We are blessed with the promise of resurrection, even when the breath is stolen from our own lungs. And because of Christ, we can regard everything in life as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, our Lord. In other words, when you have Jesus in your life, nothing else matters anymore anyway. The temptation of hard times like these is to allow your faith to lapse, isn't it? We don't have our church family around us to motivate us like we did, do do we? We don't have Wednesday night Bible studies that encourage us in with the promise of food and fellowship and then feed us with God's word. We haven't had the encouragement of the community to come to church and worship the Lord each week either, although hopefully that part is shifting The thing is, it's very easy to get lost in our books, our phones, our social media sites, our streaming networks, our home improvement projects, our Zoom meetings, and on and on, and we can forget all about spending quality time with God. And these distractions can keep us from leaning on the one thing that will actually get us through this time of trial. In addition to distractions, we can allow ourselves to get overwhelmed by the losses and the changes in our lives that could lead us to think that God has abandoned us completely. When in reality, perhaps these things are being stripped from us so that we have nothing left to distract us from God and the promise of the eternal life we get in Christ Jesus. If not for COVID-19, this past year would have been quite different for all of us. For me, I would have spent my time either planning or taking vacation time to spend with friends who live far away. I would have spent a lot of energy getting excited about trips and activities and making sure I had the money to be able to do it. I would have spent today planning for tomorrow, and I would have loved every second of it. Instead, all of those plans were canceled. I haven't done those things. I haven't spent that money. I haven't had the chance to daydream about all the fun that I would have had, and then I didn't get to have that fun. But I have spent more time with my Bible this year than I have in a very long time. I've spent more time in prayer asking God to guide me through the confusion of life. I've spent more time counting my blessings and thanking God for what I do have and have realized that what I do have is far more important than all the fun I had hoped to have. Now, fun is an essential part of life, I don't deny that, but perhaps my searching for good times was taking precedence over my searching for a stronger relationship with my God. Paul said, Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Let us no longer look back and instead turn our eyes to the future. May we press on into whatever is coming and feel excited about the prize we are receiving in Christ. All is well in the heavenly kingdom where we now dwell, and the rest will be okay, no matter what happens. If the wrong person wins the election, press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call. If there is no vaccine for long time to come, press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call. If Thanksgiving and Christmas can't be the way we want them to be, press on. It will be okay. If loved ones get sick or even pass away, press on, because they've received their prize and have achieved their goal. If life seems bleak and hopeless, press on into a deeper life in Christ. Because it is in Christ that we will find meaning. It is in Christ that we will find love. It is in Christ that we will find freedom. It is in Christ That we will find peace. And it is in Christ that we will be resurrected out of a life of loss and into eternal life with God in heaven. Do not give up, folks. Do not look back. Instead, press on and find the joy that is available for all of us in our Heavenly Father and His unyielding love. Amen. Amen. Let's sing together. My faith looks up to thee. In our scripture today, Paul said, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Christ Jesus has made us his own. We are his and he is ours. And it's all by the grace of God that it is so. This meal celebrated just as Jesus did with his disciples in that upper room. So long ago is the remembrance of what it took to give us the promise of resurrection This hope that Paul talks about, this blessing that overshadows all else in life, is represented in these elements of bread and wine. You are invited to come to the table and to share in the meal. You are invited to come and receive your gift of grace, the gift of the resurrection in Jesus Christ. Come and eat. On the night when the Lord was betrayed, he took the bread, blessed it, and said, This is my body broken for you. Eat it in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, blessed it, and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. As often as you drink it, drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the blessing of your forgiveness and for the act that made it possible. Thank you for coming to us in the form of Jesus, for walking with us and being with us and living as we live, though without sin. You suffered the pain of sins you never committed and you cleansed us of sins you would never understand. Thank you for your body broken, for your blood shed, and for your love given, so that we can all walk with you in this life and the next. Amen. Come and eat. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven. the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. Now let us sing in celebration of all that Christ has done. Let us sing together. Let us break bread together. life. Oh, yes. Join me in the Litany of Remembrance, which you can find printed in the About This Episode segment of the podcast. By partaking in this meal, we remember that Christ was born. Christ Christ died. Christ was raised. Christ Christ will come come again. again. This is the mystery of our faith. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. As you go from this place, do not waste another second looking back at what you have lost. Instead, press on focusing on all that has been gained in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Let us sing together now, His Eye is on the Sparrow. i in peace, my friends. I love you.